Welcome back to Dundrum. Welcome back to Butler Centra in Dundrum. This is part of our village tour. And we're covering three villages, in fact, in the one today. And that is Dundrum, Knockavilla, and, of course, Dunnesky as well. Now, we spoke about all of the positives of the area, including having the post office locally. But also in Dundrum is a credit union. And a gentleman who was involved right from the very start of the credit union in Dundrum is Dominic Morrissey, who's with me now. Dominic, good morning to you. Good to you, friend. Thank you for Oh, you're very welcome indeed. And good to see you today, Dominic. Would you tell me, is it 36 years at this point? Yeah. We opened on the 6th of June, 1986. Yeah. So it's 36 years last June, the 6th of June last year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's a, is it a sub-office? It's a sub-office to Tipperary Credit Union. Yes. Tipperary Credit Union, there are five branches in Tipperary Credit Union. There's Dundrum, Bansha, Tipperary Town itself, Dawn and Plessy in Limerick City in Castletry. Oh, right, okay. All all linked to Tipperary. All linked into Tipperary, yes. How important was it for the village when it was put together, John? It was absolutely massive because it's a community council project. Yes. But prior to setting up this thing, both the late Michael Breen and myself were the first two people to uh, initiate this. At that time, Dundrum, as you know, was always a very, very industrial village, probably one of the best in the country. Yeah, yeah. And there were so many industries here, like all oh, the wire, steel, and sawmills, and quilts, and all those. But there was no financial services centre, except a mobile bank was called one day a week, and then they stopped. They ceased trading in Dundrum. So we saw the opening there and then. And we mooted the idea of a credit union at a community council meeting. Yes. And of course, it was kicked back to the late Michael Breen and myself go and do something about it, which we did. Well, was that very difficult to put together at the time? It wasn't at all because, first of all, we decided rather than going out on our own that we would become a sub office to some other credit union. Yes. So we approached Tipperary Credit Union and they were absolutely more than helpful. There was three people in particular from Tipperary who were great community people and they were also directors of Tipperary Credit Union. There was the late Johnny Gaynor, the late Davy Powell and the late Jim McAvoy. And they were top class. When we inquired about opening a credit union here, they were first class with their help. And they came out here to Dundrum. We met them on quite a number of occasions to find out what was required. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to set up a financial services centre it's not easy, yeah, and it must be done right. Yeah, of course. But they are top class. And did you immediately have customers? I mean, uh, did people buy into it immediately? Straight off. Did they? They yeah. did. The very first night we opened, 24 people joined, and we brought in £499.50 that <laughs> night. <laughs> that was our takings for the first right. night. Yeah. And now when you compare that to today, where we have... Uh, 580 members with savings of over two and a half million and almost a million in loans. Wow. Wow. The growth in... I mean, it seems like a long time, but it's a short enough time when you see that kind of growth, isn't it? Well, I felt... It was so interesting, I suppose, I felt it a very short period of time. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's 36 years. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the credit unions, Dominic, I mean, never more important than they are now when we see what's happening with the banks, I suppose. 
Absolutely. The credit unions are, are, are a very, very important source of finance. I mean, if you look today, KBC have pulled out of Ireland. Yeah. Also, Bank are now pushing people out the door to yeah. get rid of them. Yeah. That never happened in a credit union. And also with the credit unions, and I must say this, when you go today into any bank in the country, the first thing you'll meet is a machine. Yeah. Yeah. You go into a credit union, you'll meet people. Yes. And I was delighted here recently, that is going to be retained. I mean, you have to have all the digital stuff as well, but that face-to-face -face thing will the always face -to -face be The face-to-face thing is the, is the great thing about the credit unions, and, and in particular, Tipperary Credit Union, that over the years the progression has been absolutely fantastic. Yes. I mean, you take, for example, today, we in Tipperary Credit Union, we can give people a current account with a debit card through the MasterCard system that can be worked in any machine in the world. Isn't that incredible? It is absolutely incredible. But people, I think, they're not fully aware yes. of that. This old credit union thing is still in their minds. The book. The book. The book. the book. Yes. The book. I mean, you talk about the book. When we opened in Dundrum, yeah. everybody had a passbook. Yes. Everything was manual. Yeah. Today, the internet and computerization and online right. has taken over. But still, there's somebody to talk to. Or the yeah. people, yeah. You, you go into any of our offices and you're not directed to a machine. You meet people. Which is so important indeed. Which is vital. If there are people out there listening to us, Dominic, that might say, well, I'm not part of the credit union, but I'd like to be, you, you still accept people, don't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the situation there is that people want to be aware that we give mortgages. We give personal loans. We give car loans. Yeah. There's, we give farming loans. We have a debit card. You can join online. You can do your business online. And people who may be getting pensions or social welfare, they can have those directed into a credit union, the same as they can get them into a bank right. or a post office. And as you say, maybe people aren't fully aware They're not. Of, of that, you know, which They're is not. So, so important. Now, you, you just open on a Friday, is it? We open on a Friday, yes. yes. Okay. And, and those hours, Dominic, are what? Those hours, now, I have uh, those hours here, let's see, I think it's half past nine mm. to half past twelve, and then... At half past one to uh, five o'clock. Right. Well, just, just, just plenty of time for people to, um, to, yeah, to five o'clock. That's it. Yeah. Nine thirty to five to five o'clock. That's Very it. Very good indeed. Well, it's a great success story, Dominic. It is. It's absolutely incredible, yeah. you know. And and you know the amount of people who work on a voluntary basis. I'm on the board of directors. We're all volunteers. Yeah. We don't get paid for our services, but it's a community-based financial organisation that is there for the people and it, it, it gives us we interpret credit union we provide as many services almost as many services as any bank all right well it was lovely to see you today and i'm great i'm delighted we can acknowledge the work of the credit union today dominic thanks very much indeed for, okay for coming by. Thank, thank you very good, much good morning to you thanks, that's uh, thank you. dominic morrissey there involved with uh, the credit union in Dundrum for so many uh, years, 36 years in fact, and it's great to chat about the development of that as well. We are live from Dundrum today and I'm delighted to say hello to, uh, to Muriel Cuddy, who is CEO of Marito uh, 8020 of course, and uh, always joins us on the Thursday, and today we're delighted to have her in a very busy shop. Hello Muriel. Morning Fran, how are you? I'm very well indeed, and yourself? Great, great, yes. great. Okay. I haven't been up here in years. Have Jesus. you not? 
Daddy, my father was used to be involved in forestry. Ah, so you were talking right. about the forestry we earlier on. Yeah. So he used to deliver timber, lorries and stuff to Hollyford sawmills. Right. So I must say shout out to Dermot O'Grady and Sean and the guys up there because yeah, I haven't seen him in years. But, oh, that's um, great. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, bringing you back area. down memory lane Absolutely, today. Absolutely, yeah. yeah well. which is nice, right. yeah. We're going to chat in a moment, but I must read this out. We want to say best of luck to the under-11 uh, casual rugby team who are playing at halftime in Cork during the Munster uh, South Africa game. And uh, well done to Michael and uh, to John Ed who are looking after that team and we wish them the very, very best of luck indeed. And hello to Seamus who dropped by and to my lovely aunt Rosari as well. The winners of our tickets to the night with the Country Stars in Concert which is happening on the 18th of November at Brewbrew in Cashel. The winners, Nuala Ryan from Upper Church and John Dunn from Clonakenny and uh, those uh, names will be on the door on the night. So all you have to do is uh, present yourself there on the night and those tickets will be waiting for you and that is the 18th of November and uh, you're in the company of Mick Flavin, Patrick Feeney, Sean Cuddy, Petty O'Brien and Owen Mack and uh, that's kicking off at about 8 o'clock in Brewbaroo in Cashel. Now as I say Muriel is with You're going to talk about the bowels today are you Muriel? Yeah. yeah. Yes. You yeah, know no, how I'm, I love this kind of I know and you know I'm kind of sitting back a little bit but do you remember last week we started a challenge so do you remember yes. we started the, the, the 42 yes, day challenge? to give the thumbs up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I won't ask you how you're getting on, but I'm getting loads of people behind the scenes are actually following it and chatting to me and chatting privately and chatting on Instagram and chatting on Facebook right. or whatever. So loads and loads of people. Would you just people. remind us of it again? Yeah, so we started last Thursday and it literally just came organically through us having a chat. And yeah. We said, like, let's get a thumbs up from people that would like to do six weeks to Christmas, mm -hmm. which is, I think, the 15th of December was the six weeks. Yeah. So we've a week done. So anyone that wants to join us today, it's five Five weeks to Christmas. Okay, but you can still do it. It's still do it, and it's literally just walk 20 minutes a day, make sure you're getting your seven hours sleep, and it's three meals a day with alcohol one night. Mm -hmm. And that's it. And like people are actually falling in behind us. I'm putting up pictures like of what breakfast can look like. And yeah, but it looks delicious. Well, yeah. it's fine. Like last night, I yeah. had porridge for my dinner. Like, porridge for your dinner? Yeah, I was late in, and there was nothing, like, yeah, I didn't fancy a dinner, and I was hungry. Right. You know, and like loads of people came back to me afterwards and said, wow, you can have porridge at night time. And I said, well, we don't think outside the box. Right. You know, and that's the education side, isn't it? But loads of people have come on board, Fran. I've had a lot of people in the clinic even this week. And one of the things that came up again and again, I always look for two things. So I have the stool chart, mm -hmm. and I also look at people's tongues and that in relation to like dairy issues or intolerance issues oh, or whatever. Okay. So the stool chart was something I said, right, let's revisit okay. your Let's revisit poo, and God knows we've been known to talk poo on this program quite a bit anyway. So you have, you have a stool chart in front of me here. Thanks yep. be to God I didn't have my breakfast yet. But, but do you want to talk us through this, Muriel? Yeah, so, you know, it's funny, isn't it? Like, you can hold 6 to 40 pounds of waste yes. in your body. Okay. Like, which is a serious amount of waste. A lot of waste, right? yeah. So we need to know what our poo should look like. Okay. So on a scale of one to one to seven, I've got seven different, like, poos, poos okay. here in front of me, right? Yes. So which one would you think you should be, Fran, if you were looking at the chart? I would say, should you be uh, two? No, we should be around a three or a four. A three or a four, okay. okay. Yeah. So right. it should be like a sausage with cracks to the surface. Right. Okay. That's literally. So if it's like little hard lumps like nuts, okay. um, say like the rabbits or whatever it is, well, that's constipation. And you know if it's watery, well, then that's diarrhea. 
we shouldn't be constipated and we shouldn't have um, poo that's like diarrhea. Right. So it should be the middle one. Sausage snakes, smooth. Um, colour doesn't really matter, to be honest, in most Does instances. Because yeah. colour is really what you're eating. So if you eat a lot of purple foods or you eat green foods or, you know, if you that's have Chinese or you have whatever it is, you're going to, it's going to reflect in it. But definitely the consi- consistency of it matters. And right. it should sink and not float. So okay. if it floats, there's a malabsorption issue there. Okay. So maybe you have too much fat in your diet or you're not absorbing the nutrients that you need to or whatever. So if you have issues with it, I presume it's food that's causing oh, it's, those it's, issues. It's, it's it? normally food, but yeah. it could be something like a virus or bacteria or something like that as well. And you know, if you have chronic diarrhea, mm. that's your body's way of cleansing itself. So it's your body's way of actually getting rid of everything. It flushes it all out of your system that way right. um, and you get better a lot faster. So yeah, diarrhea is there for a reason. It's not, uh, okay. it's not a bad thing in but some But I presume instances. if it's constant, you have, you have a oh, problem. Oh, it's constant, then you need to, yeah. The, the, the bacteria right. or whatever is, that's there or the virus that's there, you probably need an antibiotic or something to actually sort it. Right, okay. Yeah. And if constipation is is constant? Well, constipation, you see, is different then. Like, is, is it because there's not enough fibre in your diet? Is it because you have an autoimmune illness like IBD or IBS or Crohn's or something like that, you know? So you need to get that checked. And we've had a lot of people coming through in the last week again. And I'll do a piece in this next week, Fran, that we'll follow mm. up on it because we don't have enough time today to get into it. But yeah. fibre is a massive part of your diet. You've heard me talking a lot about, say, we need a lot of meat and protein and fish and things like that in our world. Yes. You can eat a lot of that, but it can make you very constipated. Right. You know, okay. so like you need the other side is in the brown breads and the porridges and like you can fi- fiber from your berries and your vegetables and skin on potatoes and things like that. Like, but they're necessary. You know, right. that, that okay. keeps you regular. I, I presume water is hugely important. Yeah. And that's another one. You know, again, this week I have found so many people. So we spoke about the Tanita and the body analyzer or whatever. I, I'm now literally putting every single person on the body analyzer just okay. to see where the hydration levels are before we would ever talk about anything else. Well, what are you seeing? Uh, sorry? What are you seeing in general? Well, hydration is one of the biggest ones, you know, and like people are saying to me, I'm drinking, but the hydration levels are still on the floor. So are the electrolytes there? Are they actually getting the minerals from their food? You know, so is there a malabsorption issue there? And you know, in 70% of people, there actually is because our gut isn't where it needs to be. So like Mm -hmm. even when you're talking about your poo here, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up today because of the malabsorption issue. So hydration, guys, please drink at least. And people say to me when I start getting into it with them, they're not drinking two litres of water a day, Fran. You know, mm-hmm. that's literally, yeah. No, you're, I never do. I, I struggle with it uh, all the time. I forget it most of the time, even though you remind me about it every week yeah. almost. You Just know? to bring the bottle, literally, yeah. you know. But yeah. when you get used to not having it, like, are you thirsty now at the minute? Yes. Yeah. And you're two, two and a half hours into a yes. show. So, like, you're well dehydrated this yeah. time. So, yeah. lads, if he falls asleep in the next 10 minutes, you know it why that well. it all goes quiet on it could, could well happen too, <laughs> I can guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah, but you, when, once you. Once the thirst appears at all, you're gone over the top of being too dehydrated at that stage. You know, your urine is yellow. You can't concentrate. You start feeling tired. The brain fog starts coming in. You have to pull yourself back to concentrate on whatever topic it is you're trying to you're trying to concentrate on. And like, I'm finding with people, the minute they're dehydrated, one or two other health markers will go wrong. So the minute I do the other markers, then we'll see things like could be blood sugars or might be blood pressure, whatever it is. But there will be something else out of kilter. It will never be just hydration on its own. It's incredible. But you could be drinking your two litres, but not absorbing it. Is that? Yeah. Well, the minerals aren't there. Like we're not getting the minerals from our food stuff anymore because of all the environmental toxins and things that are being sprayed on it. So say if we pulled a scallion or an onion or something from a field years ago, you ate it, and the mineral content was already on it, or a carrot, or that's why we talk about the organic foods. Whereas now everything is sprayed, and even when it's sprayed, we bring it home, we wash off the sprays, we wash everything off it, literally, if, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. 
the sprays that we're getting, so the sprays on our on, going into our system, so we're spraying flash and bleach and all the bits and pieces that we're putting on deodorants, so the environmental toxins are there and they're depleting every single thing we're doing, including our body and what's going into our body. So we're literally living on, what, cardboard and plastic? It's incredible. And how do you live on cardboard and plastic? And we wonder why we're not well. And you know what frightens me, Fran? I used to always find things like blood sugars and cholesterols were wrong. Now we're finding people's livers are wrong. So we're actually finding two out of five people have different health markers that are wrong in relation to their gamma GT or their bilirubin or whatever it is. And like, where's that coming from? So, like, is it stress-related or is it diet-related or, you know, is it lifestyle-related? I presume you think it's a mix of all oh, of the above. Oh, it's a mix of all. Is it's a mix of all. Yeah. But, yeah, we're, one of the things we're not getting, though, is we're not getting the right nutrition from our food. That's one of the massive sides for me, I think, you know. And it's, I'm trying to yeah. rehab people's guts back through pro probiotics and maybe they need digestive enzymes and maybe it's vitamin B12 they're missing or whatever. But it's because it's right. not in our food stuff, so we're but, not... But you can tell all of that by the various uh, tests, tests that you do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. And you you know what's funny? I had a guy in yesterday. It literally just took two visits. Um, he was nearly 60. Slim, no weight to lose, nothing at all like that. But he was falling asleep at work. He had no energy at all. He was anxious. He said, I feel like I'm going to flip. He said, I've never flipped in my life at home. He said, my wife is quiet. My life is good. I have nothing to worry about. But he said, I'm just flipping. He said, somebody could beep the horn at me on the road. And I just jump. Literally, did I jump out of the car and run after him. Why? And he said, I can't understand what's wrong with me. And what what well, was he, wrong He had intolerance issues. So his system was shutting down. And he just wasn't able to cope. And he just felt like everything was going wrong. Two visits. When he came in yesterday, I said to him, well, how are you now? And he said, Muriel, you couldn't believe it. And he sat back, took off his jacket, and he just folded his arms, and he said, I feel fine. Isn't and he was just incredible? blown away. And he said, no tablets, no whatever. So this all plays with our head as well. It does, it does. Because if your system shuts down, it's like, you know, if you have a cardiovascular issue and you have a blockage, and you'll slowly feel it, or you might, might come on all, all of a shot, but it stops the blood going to your brain. But you'll feel all the different brain fogs, and you might have different symptoms like, you know, pains at your wrist and different things like that. It's exactly the same in the world of nutrition. The body slowly winds back and slowly winds down, probably slower, but over time, it eventually nearly comes to a standstill that you just can't function, but you've no idea what's wrong. So then the health markers go wrong, Fran. Yes. When the health markers go wrong and you go to the doctor, he'll treat the symptom. He'll treat what's actually there in front of him. But how do you actually go back and treat the source of where it's come from? Right. So you can give a tablet for one thing, but like if you don't actually stop where it's come from, that's of not going course, to help. Yes. It's not going to work. And our GPs don't have the time nowadays either time. To, to go into past no. history like that, I, no. pr I presume, as well. Yeah. Um, is part of the issue, though, and it's an issue that I have with this particular subject today as well, we find it hard to talk about sort of the waterworks and the poo works and all of that, do yeah. we not? But sure, it's funny. Like, my husband came home last night and he said to me, are you talking about poo on the radio tomorrow? <laughs> I said, who told you that? And he said, oh, one of the lads was, because I had it up on social media right. yesterday. Okay. And it was just one statement from him, and that said it all to me in, in, in relation to Irish people and, and the world we're in like because like if my kids looked into the toilet and their poo wasn't right I'd get a roar straight away saying man take a look at this you know so right. where does it come in that we become so sensitive and why are we so sensitive I don't because, know like, because I dread these conversations these conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. because I, I don't think I've ever spoken to any other human being other than you about, about this yeah. yeah and when I bring out this chart when we're in clinic and I show it to people I'm like where's your poo and they sit back and they look at me and they shyly smile and then they look in at it but when you start talking about it, it opens a whole big world that people start chatting about everything. I hear about every single thing in their world once we talk about poo. Right. So it's Irish people, isn't it? Isn't that just incredible yeah. altogether? 
All right, so it's a good judge then that maybe something is not... You need to look not, into the toilet and see. Not. So you shouldn't have constant diarrhoea. You shouldn't have constant constipation. If you do, there's something amiss. Your right. poo should, uh, under normal circumstances, be like it is here, like right. a sausage with the little cracks in it. It shouldn't float, it should sink. Don't really worry about the colour of it because that's the foodstuffs that you're eating. But if you can look at your tongue and it's a nice pink colour, healthy looking, and you can look at your poo and it looks like a sausage, well, you're fairly okay then, you know. Body okay. should be working fairly efficiently. Right, uh, tell me more about the tongue. No, okay, if it's not that nice pink colour. Yeah, again, I look at people's tongues a lot. If they present with intolerance issues and they say to me, you know, that they have acid reflux and there's different issues going on, belching and, you know, farting. Are we allowed to use that word on yeah, there? Yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. We're talking about well, we're talking about everything else, anyway. Yeah. Well, if they have issues like that, well, then I'm looking for the source of the intolerance issues. So I will look at things like their tongue. Your tongue, when you look in the mirror, should be a bright pink colour with no cracks in it. Okay. So I send people over to the mirror and clinic to look at their tongue. There could be coating of yeast in their tongue that's like thick uh, Fran that you just that blows me away the minute I see it and cracks down either the side of their tongue or right down the middle and when you look at it you know straight away like you can say to yourself well if your tongue is like that what's your gut like do you know, sorry, I'm sorry for smiling now, but every listener in the county has gone running to a mirror somewhere. Don't crash if you're looking in the review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the moment. Okay, so, yeah. but I mean, if it has that coating, if it has the cracks. Yeah, what? you're intolerant to something, something going on in your gut that's actually presenting, you know, wow. in it, and you can see it there and then straight away. Now, it could be yeast, could be dairy intolerance, you know, could be medication you're on, but there's something actually happening that's, you know, sort of right. poisoning your system that right. um, we need to figure out what it is. And what the, the symptoms, other than the coating on the th the symptoms then uh, that mm. there's something wrong is what we're tired we're irritable anxious or? brain fog tiredness you could be stressed depression depression yeah. is one of the big ones and you don't know what's wrong with you um, yeah then the belching the farting the wind right. um, you feel like you're six months pregnant yeah all of those things yeah um, acid reflux so people reach for a Gaviscon and all the rescue remedies and all the different bits and pieces to stop the acid reflux where they're actually probably still putting the same thing into their body that's just going to exacerbate it so they're literally just stopping it coming from here which is like yes uh, lower esophagus or whatever it is um, where the embers of the fire are still on fire down in the gut and, and that's still happening and that's just going to cause more does issues. it concern you that the advertiser for all the products that you're, you you refer to there and it's as if that this is normal to have all of this and just take this product and you'll be grand Fran I sat down last night at, before nine o'clock, before the news came on. And one of these products came up on telly, the ad. Yes. And I wasn't really watching telly. But I saw this, it, so it was a picture of this guy that was about 30, coming up to Christmas time. So he got out of bed in the morning, he missed his breakfast, he raced in somewhere and he grabbed some fast food. Under pressure, he was on the phone in the car and all this kind of thing. And then the evening time, he was out for dinner with friends, had a glass of wine. Um, then it came up the picture of the box of the tablet, took two tablets, showed him going home to his girlfriend or his wife. He was grand. Perfect, full of health, like he would have been at eight o'clock in the morning, whatever. It showed how it actually dissolved everything in his system and cleaned it all out or whatever, and he was fine and he was ready to go to bed. And that's nonsense. I just turned, Seamus was sitting beside me, and I turned to him and I said, Christ almighty, seriously, like, that's what I'm talking about. It's the tablet that's going to mask every single thing that he's eaten all day, which was like alcohol, salt, sugar, fat, stress, yes. every single thing, and then just take the one tablet to nullify it. And mask the intolerance as well. Mask, mask the intolerance. And one tablet for now will work. And then three months' time you need two. And then four months' time you need something else. And then because they've masked the symptoms, it's caused other health issues. So now you need a tablet for something else. So, so the re recommendation then is what? Recommendations go back to basics. That's what we do. We go back to when did this happen? Was it three years ago? Was it five years ago? Was it when you were pregnant? Was it when you were stressed? Did you lose your job? When did it happen? When were you able to eat properly? When were you not the way you are now? 
And when we start revisiting and going backwards, sometimes people can't remember. But when I start talking to them about and I start going through their diet and what they're eating and all the bits and pieces, within an hour I can start putting together a plan or I can start to see I can start to see where the issues are coming from and we can start to sort them immediately. It's incredible, but it can be fixed. Oh, absolutely. So that's, that's nine out of, thing, no, Mary. not everyone, Fran, right. but nine out of ten times, yes. All right, okay. Uh, Marito, eighty twenty. then. Uh, is your shop front up? up shop and front is, they're putting the lights and the signage on today ah, and our big whatever inside the window. You can see me, I'm literally visibly, visibly relieved, but it looks fantastic right, now. Right, isn't that great? And we're really busy. And you know, one of the good things is, I'm actually seeing, because you know I said it has to be really subtle for people and we don't want to overdo yeah, it and yeah. everything. Um, we've women and men, equal amounts coming in, which is brilliant to me. But the feedback is fantastic that it's literally like you've knocked 10 years off me, not just visually, but yes. I feel 10 years younger. I saw some of the endorsements online. It's terrific. It is. It's, it, happy, it's exactly yeah. what we wanted. As yeah. in, we can do the diet side on one side and then we can do the other side that you can look, look well as well as feel well. Yeah. But I have some exciting news in about three weeks' time that we're adding into the... And I think oh. people people will really want to know that. So it's in relation to weight, etc. So we'll be able to add another side into the triangle that's really going to help people. Um, so, yeah, you might right. be interested as well, Fran, but I, it's exciting. We'll, we'll talk about it. look at the cut of me. Wouldn't I be interested? You look great. Uh, it's, it's great. today. look great today. <laughs> I'll tell you now. Yeah. Thanks, Muriel. Lovely to see you. Thanks, people Frank. want to make contact with you, by the way. A uh, number. Yeah, 0830959138. All right. Always good to see you. Thanks, Muriel. Thank you. Good morning to you. That's uh, Muriel Cuddy there of Marito 8020. Back in a moment. Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com.